Hello, Sky friends, and welcome to Seasons of Skyrend, Book 3. We're a custom 5e D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they explore their impact on the world and how the world responds in turn. I am your host and DM, Scott, and you can find me on Twitter at TheScottBlake. Hi, I'm Chris. I play Iolana Makani, the Air Genasi Mystic, and you can find me at Killer on Twitter. Hi, my name is Nate. I play Darwin Grimm, the Human Monk, and you can find me at Skyren underscore Nate on Twitter. Hi, I'm Shannon. I play Aranis Gray, also known as Gray the Great to my fans, and the Bard of the Bard's Rebellion. I am a half-elf bard, and you can find me at Skyren underscore Shannon on Twitter. And you can find the show on Twitter at Skyren Podcast. You can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Head on over to find out about bonus chapters, early access, NPC creation, and more. Now then, thank you for joining us, and please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. Here on Terencia, the mobile island of the glamour, Ikiri the Ageless has offered his assistance in retrieving Vale from Corum's realm. He is further trying to buy your favor by offering Earl Earl to you. The island has a number of ships docked, the trails are guarded by dangerous plant creatures, and the voice of Agni Tai, the fiend goddess, has called to you for aid. Wandering about without Ikiri has proven dangerous. But he has explained that if one of you were to join his... group, then you would be able to move about freely. Elsewhere, in the Terencia castle, a petulant tiefling is knocking over furniture just to set it back up and start over. (laughs) And an adventurous sea captain is realizing why one of you looks so familiar. Ikiri is eager for you to succeed, if only to be enraptured by another song from M. And Arnis. So... What do you do? You are back in the meeting room with Akiri. He uh, has offered a chance to join his group. Um, and what what is this group exactly? It is a very exclusive club for those who guide the world on a better path. Uh, uh, I'd, I mean, pretty sure that I don't qualify for that i mean i don't know about these two they can speak for themselves but i'm pretty sure three because sam's there i don't speak for these three but uh, i'm pretty sure that i don't qualify well the bard's rebellion has certainly proven its ability to alter the course of history but i am afraid that even with my generous donations you do not yet have the wealth to join us as members Yes, Lord Grimm has uh, earned his place among us, but uh, I'm afraid we do not extend invitations to family based on those credentials alone. Wait, what? (laughs) What? What? Oh, um, my apologies, Master Grimm. I thought you would have been aware. Um, I... You don't want to take her drink. Aware of what? Drops this down. No, stop writing. <laughs> God damn it. 
Your father, for some time, was proving his worth as a middleman in Karami. He's run into some issues, but the good captain has kept him in line. Okay, right. What? So, are one of you interested in joining? Not as a member, no. But we do have companions, which I mean in the most professional of senses. <laughs> Bodyguards. Enforcers. Eyes and ears. Uh, what? You are all significantly dangerous enough to qualify. If one of us were to agree to this, what does that mean? Like, long term. Not just for the next, like, two days, but like, or however long. But like, what does that mean? Like, lifestyle-wise. You'd be very well taken care of, I can assure you. But? All of our members are more than capable. Depend on who you join. One of our other responsibilities. Are you referring to Vale? Oh, I'm referring solely for myself. I, I do not venture to speak for Vale. I meant your, uh... <laughs> oh, actually, wait. I need to... Don't know if he knows about that. No, he wouldn't know that... You haven't told him that you're after Vale yet. Okay, never mind then. Uh, let me... He didn't say that. Um, oh. You are a new addition to the group, too, so he does not have nearly as much information on Iolana as he does Darvin and Aris. I can, I can jump in um, on no, no, her no, no, comment no, 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 if um, it's... Well, for the immediate task that brought you here, I could probably work out some sort of arrangement. But long-term after that, it would depend on who you join. You would be responsible for their welfare. Meaning your old life is over. We'd have to stay here, right? Or go where they go? Not here, specifically. Or is one being beyond monetary gain when joining this group? Which we don't even have a name for yet. Quite right, you don't. We are exclusive. If our name were everywhere, people would come looking for us. Let's see. Um, what do you gain? What would he say you gain is a better question. Um, well, you gain prestige with us. You gain a better lifestyle, uh, the ability to travel the world. And of course, whoever you're, whichever member you're attached to would provide you with any amount of knowledge, equipment, or power that you need. Everything is available for a price. The only thing you would have to pay is loyalty. My loyalties are already sworn to something else. It is quite possible to serve two masters. And what masters might I be serving? Well, us in general, but if you wish to join now, today, here, there are only... Four members on the island, each with a companion. You would simply have to pick one and remove that companion. Holy! <laughs> wow. Mistress Sangal is, of course, off limits. <laughs> of course. <laughs> she stands there stoically, knowing, like, well, of course, me, I'm safe. Holy hell. That was a knowledge drop. You're welcome. Um, Kiri, can we have a, a moment? Take all the time you need. We're in no rush. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. And I just, like, pull Iolana out of, like, hearing distance. From Akiri? You have to. Oh, you, okay. already, you already know what I'm going to You gonna just want to find the moment from Akiri. Yes. As okay. You. Yeah. Okay. Give him. Okay. Give in him which moment. case, Akiri's going to go grab, like, a nice big goblet of wine from the table, lounge on a chair, and drink.
He's gonna Mistress Sengal's gonna like go over some notes with him that she's been taking throughout the day. Uh tell me we're just playing him for information and not considering this. I've made no decision about this at this moment. There are others I must consult before I make a decision such as this. That's good. I don't know much, uh, really anything beyond what he's told us about this like group that he's talking about. However, I do know a little bit about Ikiri and Mistress Sangal. They are dangerous. They are not people that you want to tangle with, potentially get on the wrong side of. They are not people you want to ever potentially find out that you are spying on. Like, they don't... Like, if they found out, there would be no... You would be dead. Just instantly. You probably wouldn't even see it coming. Curtis, you seem to know quite a lot about Ikiri and Mr. Simbo. I know enough. I know enough to know that you don't want to fuck with them. Well, I'm pretty sure there are plenty of people in this world that would say the same about you and Darwin. I am sure that's true. Um, so it should tell you something that I'm telling you this. It just seems as if, the, if they're as powerful as you fear they are, that they might have something that you could learn from them. Did you... Did you miss that whole thing, what I just said? Like, did you did you miss the part where, like, if they found out, and judging by the way he's talking about his little group, they would find out. You, dead. Finito. Off to sleep with Coram. Like, dead. <laughs> dead, dead. <laughs> no uh, comeback. I, <laughs> I understand exactly what you're saying and, and, and why you're saying it. I just... I don't seem to have the same fear as you, for I know that people would say the same thing about my group. And a group's reputation, while earned, can also be manipulated. So, you're in order to join them, you are willing to just... Well, I guess... You're an assassin. <laughs> oh, yeah, that thing. Well, I mean, that's what you believe. I've never actually said I am an assassin. No, of course you haven't. With words. With words? <laughs> I'm looking for Veil. Yeah, okay. I mean, that pretty much does it. Uh, sorry, I didn't say anything. The, like, you're an assassin part out loud. I just... Uh, my brain... You thought fin- it. My brain finally caught up to my mouth. Um... <laughs> it, it happens. Oh God, Scott's rolling things. Um, don't worry about it. But I do though. I worry so much. It was a twelve. I don't know what a twelve means, but it was a twelve. It's <laughs> oh, pretty middle of the road. Don't worry maybe about it's it. Quite middle of the road. But maybe not, because if I roll a twelve persuasion, it's like thirty. So I mean, ugh. just just keep going. Um, your characters didn't see a roll. I just. Arnis, let me. Calm your fears. I will not be making any decisions on whether or not I join this group without first consulting the people above me. This is not a decision I would make lately or without consultation. Okay. I just... You have a particular mission, but I don't want to see you, like, die after that is complete. 
Because that would be, I mean, on top of everything else, like, you know, if I can save you from that fate, I would like to, since I seem to have cursed everyone else. Oh, God, I'm so depressing. So, <laughs> just, like, hearing myself talk, I'm like, oh, so depressing. I, I will take this under advisement. I appreciate your concern for my well Okay. <laughs> So is anyone considering taking Akiri up on the offer? Before we go back to him and Mr. Sengal. If the price to be paid is you have to, like, just murder the shit out of somebody, no. I'm good. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I must also abstain. Uh-huh. It's against my religion. Yep. <laughs> Why have established this, or at least my specific order. My, uh, my decision would come down entirely to what uh, my father tells me. Oh, Darwin personally thinks Ilana should go for it. <laughs> I understand. Anybody I that's not him. I don't specifically. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't specifically know what we're dealing with, but I understand power when I see it, and I understand uh, that this is something that would be above my pay grade. So we we'll just send that uh, to borrow Game of Thrones reference. Send that Raven out. Um, and see what came back. Send it up the chain. All right. Are you done with your little side conversation? Yes. yes. Right. Uh, yeah, totally done. As you finish up your conversation and start heading back over towards Akiri, Mr. Sengal quickly takes note of this, turns to face you, uh, and Akiri stands up, he steps forward, sets his glass of wine down on the table. Well, have you come to a decision in the matter? I don't speak for my travel companions, but... This decision this large should be contemplated, so uh, if I may, I'd like to reserve to make my decisions in the morning. Oh, by all means. Aranus? Master Grimm? No, I'm good. I serve death. Death does not serve me. Hmm. What if I told you that there was a companion here on this island getting closer to death by the day? Oh, you jerk, Scoplik. <gasps> I might be obligated to listen to that then. <laughs> God damn it, Darvin. <laughs> Coram, damn it. I only mean to say that if Coram's wishes are what is staying your hand and making you hesitate on this decision, that there could be an opportunity. It would still be yours to make, of course. But if you were looking for somebody who's in for a painful journey to death, I could provide you one. Oh my god. I'm sure if that need arises, my god will tell me. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Reading between the lines, I think. You don't wanna go go kill a drone? No. Thank you. I mean we all at the table know who I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. Very well then, so we So we shall wait till morning then. To make any further decisions. Seems that way. Arnus, perhaps you could entertain us. I suppose. I can. It has been a while since I've heard a song from you and M. So it was like yesterday. But so for dirty. him, it feels like a long time now. So dirty. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I go and pour oh. myself like the. I find the biggest goblin. <laughs> That I can, and I fill it full of wine, and I just 
drain the entire thing. Sure, it's wow. like half a bottle of wine you just downed. It's liquid. It's courage. It's Roll liquid constitution courage. constitution saving throw. Yep, that's about right. I wish my con was higher. I always wish my con was higher. Oh, I got a 15. All right, no, you can make it through a song just fine. You can use the bottle as a slide, like when people use the beer bottle as a slide. <laughs> it's a wine bottle for one. But it, I mean, but it's an eight-string loop. Just mean a bottle. So like, it's fine. Okay. It's a little bigger, but uh, the same principle. Okay. So, Arnest, before you get into this song, <laughs> thank you, by the way, for agreeing to play a song. Oh, God. What kind of song are you playing for your friends and for Akiri? Something out of my, just like, I'm not making anything up or f- used to put in that much effort um something out of my like standard set but like something that would be like the middle of the set list right so not the like let's get everybody excited about me playing opening number and not the like let's close this fucker down closing number what's the mood of this song then well, I mean, they're all upbeat, but this one is a little more mixed as far as tempo goes, right? So there's like some fast bits could and you some dance slow to it? bits, and it's Arnis is you a could, of don't stop believing. You could try. No, that was the closer. That's way. That's way too exciting. You don't play that in the middle. You don't play. Don't stop believing in the middle. You play that at the end when everybody's drunk and trying to sing along, uh, like just before closing time. Yeah. Because then you play <laughs> closing time when you want everybody to leave. Like, get the hell out. Um. Can you dance to this music? Yeah. I mean, it's all like this. This is one of those in the middle where it's like, if you wanted to get up and dance, you could do a little moving or you could go get a beer. Is this this a song that people sing along to? Um, sometimes. Why only sometimes? Because most of the time they're getting more beer. (laughs) So this is is the song that you leave your seat to get more beer during? Yeah. It's the more beer song. It's, oh. the, it's the more this beer song. This is one of your new album. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's an album? <laughs> okay, anyways, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, roll performance. God, let's not. That's a total of an 18. Nice. Because okay. I rolled a five. Nice. That's a very good song. And, oh, maybe like halfway, two thirds of the way through when you're repeating the chorus. Akiri joins in and starts singing along with M. Not with you. Not with you. No, no, not with you. With your loot. So um, because it's a really good performance role, I'm like hiding my facial expressions really well in the like, I'm totally into this. But like on the inside, Arnis has like really big eyes. <laughs> like, okay. like what? Just a second here. I need to find Akiri's sheet. I need to see what his advantages and disadvantages are in. Akiri... I mean, this is like where his influence and power comes from, but he, uh, performance comes off of which stat? Charisma. Oh, yes. He is He is a charismatic man, but he's not an artist. Like, he's not a singer. I will give him a good bonus for this. Oh, he rolled a two. <laughs> <laughs> he sings along to M's part, and it's a voice that Darwin and Ilana... As non-performers, this sounds like somebody who doesn't know how to sing. <laughs> I'm sure you've both been in bars or churches or roadside shows where there's someone who sings along but like doesn't know how to carry a tune. They're just kind of in it for the moment. 
Arnis, I think, as the performer, which you can tell is Ikiri knows how to sing, but it's a voice that hasn't sang in so long that, like, just getting in tune, finding your key is difficult. So it sounds bad, <laughs> but it's not because he doesn't know how to. It's he's so out of practice. He's in the wrong key. But he smiles at the end of the song and he thanks you. Whatever else it is you need for the rest of the day, please let me know. But if you're not in any rush to explore the island, I can certainly get you to uh, a room where you'll be safe. Is there somewhere that's not this particular room where one might, I guess, continue drinking? Um, every room in this castle, yes. <laughs> the courtyards, the beaches, the ships. <laughs> Please, Arnis. You can drink wherever you like. No, just- no, I mean, like, where you can continually get beverages. There are servants here that can bring you as much as you need. Perfect. There is not a bar here. This is a private castle. We have service. I don't know how you roll. I think it floats. It doesn't roll. In which case, I suppose we're going to have to be spending the night here. I kind of look at Iolana like. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. Then we'll need some quarters. We'll need somewhere to sleep. Yes, of course. Uh, Mr. Sangal and I can escort you to a suite where the four of you will be quite comfortable. Cool. If there's nothing else. Not at the moment. Okay. In which case, yes. Ikiri and Mr. Sangal will walk with you up two floors, and they'll take you to a very nice, large suite. There are four beds in this room. Sorry. They'll take you to a nice, large suite within which... There are several smaller rooms, so you can each have your own private sleeping arrangements. Oh my god. And then a shared, like, lounge room where there's already one bottle of wine sitting there, but Ikiri will say, whatever else you need, please just let me know. Mr. Sengal will get the word out to the servants. Uh, I think for starters, we're going to need at least two more of those. Just the wine, then. Well, I mean, I usually drink ale, but I didn't know if that was, like, a thing here. What? Right. Whatever we need. Whatever. Bring me beer. Bring <laughs> me beer. <laughs> okay. Beer for Arnest. Do Darwin or Iolana have any requests? Iolana uh, does not partake. you got to be kidding me. Any we'll talk about that in a minute. Water or food? Um, tea, if you if you have some tea. I'm sure it can be arranged. <sighs> I hate this girl so much. <laughs> You know what? I feel like slumming it with Arnis. I stick to beer. <laughs> yes. Very well. Iolana is happy to have her team. So, Ikiri and Mr. Sangal leave the room. It is minutes later that a plant servant arrives with large growlers of beer. Yes. And a steaming hot kettle of tea. Iolana, what kind of tea would you have wanted? Uh, green tea. Green tea. Okay. Very fine green tea with a floral hint to it. Tasty. What kind of beer or ale do uh, Darwin and Aranus want? Oh, Aranus wouldn't have specified. Darwin does not drink beer and would have deferred to Aranus' <laughs> non-specification. Okay. Usually I like 
whatever's I drink on tap. <laughs> whatever the like house thing is, so I wouldn't have specified and just seen what they brought me. Okay. In which case, the servant brings two large growlers of sweet amber ale. Mm. More than enough to get an average adult through the night. Yes. If we need more, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> it really depends on how bad or how good you're feeling. And along with the beverages, they deliver glasses for you, some very fine napkins in case you happen to spill. And as you look around the room, you notice this is very well cleaned, even though it is not often used. The refreshments delivered, servant leaves, and the four of you have this suite for as long as you need it, really. So, what are you doing? I wanted to take the time to, <laughs> I don't know, get to know you a little bit. As, as Arna says this, Iolana's already kind of gotten her teacup and is headed to her room. <laughs> Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> have a have a seat. So she sits down, puts a teacup on, and pulls out a book and just starts reading. This this <laughs> this fucker. All right. Um you can I we're going to like talk with words. So, um you should put the book away. <sighs> okay, Ernest. <laughs> Close the book. Puts the book in the pack. Because she's tiny. Pulls her legs up into her chair. And is clearly like sitting what we would call crisscross applesauce in the chair. It's fine. Um, we got off on the wrong foot. <laughs> I will admit that that is a thing that happened. Yes. Cool. So I thought we could take like 52 steps backwards um, and maybe try it again. Okay. Uh, so I'm Arnis Gray. <laughs> You're great. I hear. This is this is Darvin Grimm. This is Samudio. Sam and I met. Hi, Sam. Just gives you a nod. <laughs> I feel like I should be looking for a building to scale. <laughs> <laughs> Just start looking out the windows of the room. Like I could jump that. <laughs> oh yeah, it's almost hundred feet, but you could jump that. I could jump, jump that far. I could do it. You know a ton about us, and you've asked us a ton about us, but either through... I'm good at my job. Either through your own means or our own self-involvement, which I will grant you is at an extremely high level right now, um, we don't know anything about you besides supposedly who you work for. So I'm going to ask you one thing first. Mm-hmm. Why do you not drink? And that's not meant as any sort of like judgment of like <laughs> no, 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 you no. need to be it's, drinking. It's, it's, it's just like I want to know. It's a comment that Iolana gets quite often, and and so she'll say, uh, "Well, Arnis, you've seen my power. Yeah, it comes solely from the strength of my mind. I don't like to consume anything that would dampen that." Was a very uh, fair answer there. So Technically, you want to go technical about it. My uh, my power comes from my brain as well. Not exactly. <laughs> Cheers, kiddo. Elon <laughs> is going to totally uh, brainsplain here. Actually, your power comes from the music that you play, not from your own brain. It's actually you channeling the magic within the music. But in theory, you could get so drugged that you couldn't play. 
Well, yeah, she has True. to be conscious, I mean, but powers. you have to be conscious to throw a punch, too. I could get so drunk that I'm conscious, but I'm, like, not coordinated at all. And then I'd be useless. As long as my brain is active, I can still channel my powers. I see. What? <laughs> You're aware of the concept of, like, astral projection, right? A little bit. So if my body is comatose, I could still be achieving and doing things. Uh. Okay, this shit is freaky. Oh, and just to mess with her a little. Him, him. him. Arnis is a him. I'm saying her being Shannon. Oh. But yes, Arnis, <laughs> to him, mess with him also. Because <laughs> um, it costs me nothing. I, 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 oh, God. I, I use my, my psychic mage hand to pick up my coffee cup. Just be like, it's, it's not hard. And is that just an invisible still. mage hand? I believe yes. It's like telekinesis, but it's super dumbed down. Mm-hmm. Well, it's one of the. Is it a psychic mage hand or is it telekinesis? You can move an object weighing no more than ten pounds, and the more specific version of it's back here somewhere. But it's not a mage hand, then. It's called a mystic hand. Ooh! But it it doesn't manifest as a hand. Like you don't see. A, no, like it doesn't say anything about like a creating okay. a hand. Okay, so it just kind of floats up, and I just take it. Ilana's teacup just floats up, then. <laughs> Pinky out. <laughs> I gotta tell you, this, uh, I feel like this whole get to know you thing would be easier if you were drinking, but that's okay. That's all right. You don't, you, you do you, no judgment. Um, we'll drink up enough to make up for. You know, that's right. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so you tell us about you. Well, what do you think you know about me? I think I know that you don't drink, that you maybe work for the assassins, and that your dad is scary as hell. Well, most people And your name find, is Iolana. Most people <laughs> find my father terrifying as, you know, a djinn. He brings quite a bit of power to bear, not just in the sense that he's taught me everything I know, um, but he has quite a bit of power within the guild. Um, you are correct in assuming that I work for the guild, but I am not a member of the guild as Vale is. Right. Kind of figured that. So what else about you? Like, you don't wear shoes. What gives? (laughs) Yes, I don't need to wear shoes. And I don't like not being able to connect. Okay, so for someone who needs to wear shoes, you need to explain this to me. (laughs) We're getting on the shoe. <laughs> oh, I, I, I feel it necessary to be able to connect with the elements. I feel it grounds me. Um, and as such... <laughs> as such, I'd, I've worked with some of the, the creators within the guild to make it so that it's not necessary that I wear shoes. What? You have your magic loot. I've got my cloak. Your cloak makes it so you don't have to wear shoes? Weather does not affect me. Weather doesn't affect you. I, I think stepping on a very sharp rock would still affect you. Well, yeah, but that's not weather. But, okay, mm. No, it's not. Yes. So, I'm wh- just pointing out. Oh, yeah, I'm aware. Mm. Snow is fine. Yeah. You ever thought of sharing this information with your traveling companions? I don't understand why that would be necessary. I Because if you're... Like, traveling around with a person, even if it's just for, like, completing a task, you should, like, get to know them. 
I, right? I know what I need to know about you. Yeah, if you, you want to know more about me, that's why I'm sitting here and not working. <laughs> it's two-way street, Ilana. <laughs> it's a two-way well, street. Darwin doesn't seem to have a problem with Getting it. to know someone. Yeah, I mean, actually, never mind. I'm going to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> I said all that. That was in character. <laughs> nice, nice. I think after you say that, like, Sam picks up some nerve to talk, and he's just like, okay, well, even if Darwin doesn't want to talk, like, I wouldn't mind knowing a little bit more about you either outside of work. Just did you have any pets growing up? We <laughs> go. I've known Sniffins and his line for my whole life. That's a really good question, Sam. Um, and I would understand why you would ask that question. Um, given my, mm, I had no. Pets in the traditional sense? Well, I wouldn't call Sniffins traditional either. No, that's quite true. I had no pets that were of the sentient variety. There were there were things that I interacted with that some would call a pet, but they're they're not traditional pets. You would pet them. You would I interacted feed them. with them. No, no, they didn't need to be. They would nap with you. They purr. <laughs> Again, Iolana, explain it like we're idiots, <laughs> please. Okay. What do you know of the Genasi? Only what I've heard. So probably a little bit, but as not as much as you want to have known. Not not a ton. You know where they come from, at least. Yeah, like I know of them, but like I no assume it's nothing. So <laughs> as a people, we have an innate connection to our element, and I have a connection. With air and wind. Okay. And as such, when I was younger, some people would say I had a pet flurry, for lack of a better term, or dust devil. One of those sounds far more intimidating than the other. Yes, I'm trying to find a term that would be... I feel like she has it in primordial, the term, and she's trying to translate it into a term that... Did you say the word in primordial? totally. Like, it's a term that means, like, small animate element, right? Like, that is up, but it has, like, a connotation within the language that is playful and pet-like, right? So, I'm totally creating a culture on the spot here. It's fine. I, I think Sam says... So you had a pet cloud? That's the easiest way to explain it. Okay. That is so damn cool. <laughs> so like you notice this and I kind of like point out the fact that my hair is kind of like always flowing. That kind of is what he's evolved into. It's evolved into. It's kind of always with me. What's what's its name? Fuck you, Scott Blake. <laughs> hey, I finally get to ask the question. <laughs> we, do, we do that shit to him all the time. All the fucking time uh, we do that. <laughs> so so many times. If they wouldn't be named, that's fine. I'm what's just this, what's curious. this dead dude's name? Sam is trying to bond. Yeah, no, I get that. A more personal connection, other than like, what do you do for work? Right. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> same. 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 It's a this, and this is another. You know, you're learning some words today. Um, it's a primordial word. Um, and it's the word that the primordials use for a gentle breeze. Um, okay. We could gentle say breeze. gentle breeze. Yes. And so yeah, I, I say. You would call it gentle breeze. Okay. Uh, Sam, like, looks around your head. Hello, gentle breeze. (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't know how much you're gonna let me play with this, Scott, but I feel like I want to play with it. We're in play, play mode little. right now. Are right, you kidding cool. me? We really are. So, like, it's not something I control. It's a natural element. It's a part of like the creature that I am, right? And so it doesn't really exactly react, but like the breeze shifts just a little in a reaction. Like we'll play with it. <sighs> okay, sure. That's fine. Um, can you make it rain? Well, I can make it rain, but you've seen me make it snow. Yeah. I forgot about yeah. that. And you so, almost got some ice magic. Some of my gifts, my father would has looked down upon, but I've used my natural connection to my element to make my my attaining of my talents easier for me. It's mm. expedited my process. Interesting. He would never say it out loud, but I know he thinks that way. I, you could have told us like ninety percent of this like upfront instead of just like interrogating us. I think that we, well, no, I can't, I can't even say that. And I was going to say, I think we would have been more open to talking, but Arnis was not having any of it anyway. So it doesn't, no, never mind. Forget all that. But like, I, I have to ask this question and I don't, I don't want you to, I don't want you to think that I'm being like super rude or awful because it's not, it's not meant in an awful way. Um, what what is your experience with like friends like interacting with people well i've right it sounds really rude but well, like it's a, it's a legitimate question i think you just given how she's like, interacted well, with us I, I did i did have quite a few friends in my youth but i've been cloistered for about the last 20 25 years oh my god you should lead with that <laughs> Ernest, are you forgetting that I mean, I didn't come here to make friends with you. I had a purpose. I, yes, and I absolutely understand that. But, like, now, right, we're a little past, like, you interrogate us, you move on to something else. Quite clearly, yes. We are inevitably stuck with each other for a while. So, we're going to have to figure out a way to be okay with each other. That's going to entail getting to know one another. And I feel I've done what I can to answer your questions. You really just want to go read your book right now, don't you? Oh, this is the first of many times you're going to hear Iolana say this. Arnest, there's research that must be done. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, this kid. How's Darwin taking all this in? Um, Oh, do you say this kid? Yeah, I do. Uh Arnest, I think I'm probably about, about twice <laughs> your age what how old are you you're at most like two years older than you were at the start hold up <laughs> my age at the start of this thing was 35 so oh, 37 okay. so 38 not, be 37 not now. that much older than you I'm you sorry. could be 36 if we want to have a birthday really party young. real soon <laughs> i thought about making myself really young and i was like nah we did that the last time we were all like yeah, for some I'm reason 21. i thought you were really young never mind <laughs> no i've been traveling around for a long time since yeah. like bard college how, how old is Ilana? 44 okay you're older but not considerably so you're 44 mm-hmm. i imagine Ilana look well no you're half Ilana- elf you both look pretty young yeah you just got the bone showing yeah it's awkward when you combine Iolana's size and her species, she looks like she's, you know, the humans assume she's in her 20s. Yeah. Hence the this kid. Yeah. 
So you say this kid, and I say, I would appreciate you didn't call me that. What? I've been around in this... Oh, yeah, she'll say this. I've been around in this form for almost 44 years. Form? What? Excuse us? I'm making shit up. Sure, why not? Um, what? I mean, if you want to say that Janasi are born as like a living version of their element before they take on humanoid shape, no, I, I am cool I with this. Gonna, I was going to say that the elementals think that they're like, they, they have like a, not a transcendent, but like a, like a reincarnation thought because the elements are constant. Well, Janasi are still half some other humanoid. Yeah. But are you saying your mom was impregnated by the wind? No, <laughs> my mom was impregnated by my father. And so okay. the idea is that, like, as a half elemental, I lean hard onto the elemental side and believe in mm-hmm. the, the concept of elemental reincarnation. Like, you can't create matter. It can only change form. That seems like a pretty good elemental take on something. Cool. I'm writing that down before I forget. <laughs> yeah. So, Darwin. How are you taking in all this information that Ilana's putting down? Are you feeling closer to her at all? Is there more you want to know about her? Do you want to distance yourself from her now that she's more humanoid? Or I want to say more human. That's not now that she seems more personable. Mm, there we go. Uh, not so much. I mean, I'm glad she seems more personable. But Darwin kind of, I think, understands to a degree why she was not more personable initially. Darwin's thinking like, okay, it took us like three, six months to become like friend, friends with Vale. So knowing where Ilana is from, Darwin does not expect. I still know. don't know much about where I'm from. You know that I'm from yeah. the guild, but right, right. But, but 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 in the cloister, yeah. But for Darwin, that's yeah, enough to mean enough. like she's not going to tell us anything. We don't okay. need her to whatever. All right. But yeah, the thing that you could pick up simply by looking at Ilana is that her clothes are not of a traditional. We'll call it mainland look. There's a hmm. more tribal slash like island appearance to them. So if you're <laughs> going to notice something and bring it up in this conversation, that might be something you'd bring up too. So aside from the sharing, the revelations that have occurred so far, how long does this conversation, this talk go on for? It's still pretty early in the afternoon, I'd say. Pretty sorry. It's still pretty early in the evening, I would say, at this point. So, just is this like taking you all the way past bedtime? This chat with Ilana, or is there a stop where you guys do other things? Um, I would say it goes until Ilana looks so uncomfortable that she wants to leave. Because Arnus wants Got to it. know everything. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Because he is looking to try to prevent the two of us from having another meltdown like that's that is rns's goal right like we need to understand one another so that we like don't have another fight in the middle of the street so that we can stop blowing up at one another like we need to that's what we need which is why he really wanted everybody to be drinking because that's just it's so much easier but apparently not uh and so really like Okay. I'm going to keep trying to, like, feed questions and, like, press a little bit of information until she's like, I have to go read. <laughs> All right. You want to handle people anymore? How long of a socializing time can you handle? Um, Elon is, has other things that they want to do um, that they're, they're going to try to go do, um, but also conceptually understands the need for the conversation. I think she mm-hmm. could make it until, like, evening, like... Meal comes, meal's over. Okay, 
This is now I've had enough. Thank you. <sighs> okay. So the plant servants will at some point in the evening bring by some food. It is all very decadent, but still rather healthy food. Because obviously, if you're going to help run the world, you need to live a long time. Mm-hmm. So while there are lots of rich flavors, it's not just like deep fried butter. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad that sounds good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not all cakes, mm-hmm. but there might be a cobbler in there. Okay. Yulana retreats to her bedroom here in the suite. No, I'm sorry. I don't want to interrupt you, but that was not Iolana's plan. Iolana's going to bring something to the group at this point after they're bonding. Oh, oh, okay. When you said done with socializing, I thought that meant it was private time. Well, done with socializing, but has a suggestion. Now it's time for work. Now that it's darkened. um, It's about sunset time. It's not dark yet. It's good work time. So, uh, anybody interested in going and checking out the poster or the picture and figuring out what's going on with that yes <laughs> wait wait do you mean the wait. painting in the meeting room yeah wait yeah definitely wait 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 <laughs> you Arnis, <sighs> you're willing to go off script <laughs> well if we're gonna be here for the evening anyway holy shit let's go <laughs> oh my god <laughs> okay. Did you send off your little like letter to whoever it needed to go to? I haven't had a chance to do that yet. I'm just so I'll, I'll tell Arnis and Darwin, Darwin to, to to prepare themselves. I'm going to go do something really quick, and then we'll go. Um, I just literally need to open up the journal and like very quickly Let's write to Dad. Like Ilana does have a magic journal. Yep. You don't know about that, but. I think we, the players at the table here, can know Ilana has a magic journal, which allows her to send and receive messages to somebody with a matching journal. And that is your father? Currently, yes. Okay. You're emailing your dad. (laughs) Essentially, pretty much. much. Um, And it's just a quick jot down of like, I'm in this compound. We followed the guy. Or no, I'm on this floating island. We followed Akiri. I've been offered a position within his organization. Please advise next steps. Like very, very simple. You just made yourself so much more grandiose. I've been offered a position. Well, okay, so while <laughs> she's doing that, or a chance at an opportunity. While she is doing that, I look over at Darwin with like the most excited face. <laughs> like, I got her to go off mission. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Arnis is really excited by that. That's a huge victory. <laughs> Okay. 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 okay, okay. <laughs> Give me a moment here. While Arnis is looking super excited, <laughs> Darvin, what are your thoughts about this? Oh, I'm totally excited. I want to do okay. this. <laughs> um, I just wanted to know because Sam's going to interject here. Mm. Uh, um, two things, real quick. Um, <laughs> one, are you sure it's safe? And two, do you want me to come with you? Uh, one, no, and two, only if you want to. Well, I mean, I have no problem being there to help protect you and see what's going on, but if you need somebody here at the room to keep a cover, I understand. Oh, I don't particularly care about that. Do we care? I mean, we'll bring all of our gear. 
right? There's nothing else we have that we're too worried about. Oh, no, he just means as, like, a cover story, oh, right? a cover story. Yeah, you know, if somebody comes back. You'd be like, oh, they're sleeping or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. We could just leave a note on the door. Do not, disturb, do not disturb sleeping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe exists, maybe right? maybe a sock on the door would be better. <laughs> what I think it is, uh, outside the door there are two candles and they burn different colors. And if you light the red one, it means privacy is needed. Mm. Oh, that seems. But like- if you light the yellow one, uh, it means that everybody is awake and interruptions are acceptable. That's fair. I like that. That's classy. So we'll just red candle it. Yeah, and we that should seems be like good. a good idea. We should be good. Yeah, I mean, if we want to put that into play, yeah, sure. Sure, let's make that a thing. In which case, Sam will come with you. <sighs> I think Scott's going to kill us. Like, uh, I'm not going to do anything to you. <laughs> Scott is not going to do anything to you. Uh-huh. <laughs> sure. So, Ilana sends off this message to her father through the journal. You don't expect a reply back right away, no. which is pretty standard. There's not any sort of notification when a message is received. He checks it at very specific times during the day. He may check it at other times, but you know for a fact there are certain times mm-hmm. when he checks it. And you've got a little bit of time before then. So, heaven help us. <laughs> All right. All right. So, before you leave this room, I need to ask as the DM... Are you sure there's nothing else that you need to do before you go do this? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I don't think so. No, I don't want to do it. Right? <laughs> no, I'm not saying you can't do this or that this is, like, going to murder anybody. I'm just, like, depending on how things go, I don't know how long you're going to want to stay around afterwards. Uh. Now Arnis feels like he needs to go use the bathroom. Like, you know... <laughs> At least on the very surface that if there really is a god somewhere here and you go see them, that's a wild card and things could drastically change. Hmm. Should we like have that conversation with Corum? Maybe before what? we go talk to the god of fiends. Which conversation? That'd be a bad idea. The conversation that, off. that we keep putting off with Corum, where he was like, hey, talk like, to so- me after all this is over and we'll see about Vale or whatever. All right. I feel like maybe we should do that first because we've been putting it off for so long. And then once we've got him on the phone, we can ask him about the (laughs) fiends before we go see them. Because, you know, information might be helpful. Okay, we could try. We've done so many things lacking in information through our own faults. that. Okay. That's certainly something that, that can be done before you go. It won't take too long unless you really piss a god off. Which... They're good at. They're they both have like so many like goodwill points mouth. with Corum right now. Oh, yeah, <sighs> like you would have to purposefully piss Corum off in order for something to go really bad. Nice. Not planning on doing that. Nope. Mean it. But between <laughs> Darwin, Arnis, and even Sam, there's a lot of goodwill between you and the God of Death. Elon is really the only outsider to this conversation. Is it? Is Elon coming to this conversation? In, well, I mean, where is it taking place? And I when, don't. Right here I, I would assume room, right I mean, here. Yeah. In the common room? Is there a reason why Iolana would not be allowed? Or why we would not want her there? Or why Iolana wouldn't want to be there? Oh, no. If they're going to have a conversation with a god, Iolana will be there. <laughs> okay. I, I don't see an issue with that, do you? I don't particularly. Questions that I wanted to ask. Okay. Is it Good. given at this point that we can just get him? 
Yeah, because he said he owes you one. Okay, and that we should call him. You can consider. Okay. Yes, you'll be able to get a hold of him. Okay. That part's not going to be an issue. Oh, dear. Getting what you want, maybe, because I don't know how big of an ask you're going to have here. I'm going to let Arnas do the talking. I don't even know what the ask is, but... Maybe we should figure it out before we call him. Maybe. You know, you don't just call Dad when you don't know what you want. You just called... Never mind. (laughs) I... I mean, like, we we need help getting Vale back, right? Right. But what we really need is we need a way for the living to get into the land of the dead. Right. Or for him to just give you a veil back. Or that. Except I don't think You've he can. You've already asked that question. He can't. Yeah. He said he right? deals in souls, right? not bodies. Yeah. And that the body has to go out. He doesn't know how the body came in, so we can't send it back out. Got it. If he knew the road, but now he would be able to. We kind of know the road, right? Do we? Well, we're we know. Pretty right? sure that Vale went in through the grayscape. I mean, that's like saying, "Yeah, I went across the ocean to get there." <laughs> that doesn't necessarily mean he's got a transatlantic boat. True, but then wouldn't he just needs? To- you have to be a little bit he, more precise than the, through the grayscape. Throwing I'll give you that this much. out there, if he can truck in souls, then we can get her a body. Them a body. We just bring Vale's soul back. Put it in a new body. Hmm. What? If Corum trucks in souls and not bodies, can't we just bring Vale's soul back and put it into a new body? You gonna ask Vale before you do that? I'm not speaking as a character here. I'm speaking oh, as like this was Ilana's suggestion. That was Ilana's suggestion. No, I'm speaking <laughs> as like a player going, is this a thing we could conceptually do? <laughs> I was like, Ilana, that's a brain move right there. That's a that's a bold move. Um well, I mean, wouldn't uh how is how are they gonna get the soul out of the body to begin with? If Quorum doesn't work with bodies. Oh, he knows all about how to get souls out of bodies. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. I mean. How to kill people. Yes. Corm knows how to do that. <sighs> we could put Vale in Earl Earl's body. Body of a changeling. Because you want to. No, you want to put Vale back in a changeling body. <laughs> Why would changeling. you put Vale into a sick body? Yeah. So a body that is and currently also, going through the withering of right, someone that they really hate. That's why I thought they it was really funny because they really kill. hate him, but I forgot about the withering part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying this is an impossible idea at all. I would love to explore it, <laughs> but I want to see what your characters are on board with. I, so, yeah, I mean, I think I also think it's something that like Ilana Light Bulb is going to come up with. Yeah. Like, what if we go about the solution from a different direction, Arnest? And Arnest would be like, uh, uh, gonna have to ask Vale about that one. That is not a decision I can make. That is literally only a decision that Vale can make if they think that's okay. <laughs> and then, I mean, you're gonna have to, like, find a changeling who's willing to. We need to find a changeling body. Oh, God. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Please don't make a changeling body. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a golem or a homunculus at best if you make one. No, I mean, like, don't kill a changeling so that we can oh. put Veil. Oh, I was thinking uh. actually, like, building a box. No, 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 no. No. Mm-hmm. Anyways, back to the matter at hand. I mean, 
I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility to go about it that way. But again, I don't think it's our call or Quorum's call. That's Vale's call. Okay. If that's something that we can do. So it comes down to we still need to find a way to, if we can't go into Quorum's realm and get Vale, communicate with Vale. Yes. But also, you should consider that, like, Vale has a bunch of our shit. (laughs) Not to mention their own bracer, where if they had to come back in another body, bye-bye all their stuff and their bracer. I don't know how Vale's going to feel about that. It's just, it's one more thing to consider. One more thing to juggle. I got you. I I, I think Sam just says... It's just stuff. And Vale can't really juggle. Aris, you've got so much money now. I think we can get more stuff. Oh, shit. You're right. Oh, God. It's so dirty. (laughs) And if you don't have enough money, we could just play more for this Ikiri guy. Right? Yeah, I suppose you're right about that. Oh, I feel so dirty every time I do it, though. Uh, Yeah. He rubs me the wrong way, too. He's petting against the grain. Good line, Scott. Good that line. Was, that was good. That was a nice little... <laughs> good job. Uh, okay. After Arnis recovers himself, um, is there anything else we need to know before we just call up Quorum? I think we're set. Perfect. All right. As they do this, Eolan is going to take out their notebook and just like, okay, I'm ready to take notes. Let's really dress it up for Eolan's sake. Like, <laughs> like make it very theatrical, like, like you're summoning him. Like very full metal alchemist with like circles and candles. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> can I roll performance? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I really don't want to roll I mean, yes, you can. No, roll performance. This will look awesome. I'm sure there are hymns we'll dress that it up a little. Darwin oh, can hymn. hum for you. <laughs> yes. Whoa, whoa, wait, before you roll, before you roll. No, no, no. <laughs> this is an ancient chess drum hymn. <laughs> Before you roll, Aranus, if you would like to aid Darwin's prayer to Coram with music, I will let you. Yes! Because of course there are hymns for the dead. And you, ha- I imagine you know at least one, if nothing else, like some version of taps. <laughs> like the standard sort of. Yeah, you know, funeral music. Oh, yeah. It's not something that you play a lot in bars, unless, like, Rex is really just up there dying. (laughs) (laughs) And you're fucking with him. Ironically. (laughs) So go ahead and roll performance, Aranis. I think at that point, though, I don't even play. I'm just, like, in the back of the bar going, like... (laughs) 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 Yeah, you know how it's going. Mouth trumpet. Um, Okay. Okay. Oh, Oh, God. God. (laughs) Was that like a 39? No, it's a 31, though. (laughs) (sighs) All right, Darwin. You're welcome, Yolana. (laughs) Am I rolling? Yeah. Uh, Roll your religion. Okay. You've got advantage here. Nice. As you begin this prayer to Corum. Hey, that's not great. 14. Okay. It takes... Actually, that's 13. Sorry, I can't math. 13. Okay. So everybody's here in the common room. Arnus is playing a little tune. Darwin begins the prayer to contact Coram. And it takes more time than you're used to to get a response. It's not like every time you pray you've gotten a response. But when you have, like you know it's really only a few beats after you get into it and kind of focus in that it starts. And this is almost like a minute. But as you go through your prayer, 
Aranus's song falls silent as everyone passes out. And you all in this dream space are standing before Corum. Hello, Darvin. Always a pleasure. And you've got a new friend with you. Friend I trust. Friend. Okay. If they needed to stay here, just let me know. <laughs> Whoa. So, what brings you to me today? I'm just going to glance over to Arnis and be like, <laughs> Cool. Take it from here, bud. <clears throat> We're here about Vale. Ah, <sighs> oh, yes. I was curious how long it would take before you would ask about them. I expected to hear from you right away, actually. About Vale and... Well, at least one other topic. You got a little sidetracked. But you're here now. Yes. So, what about Vale? Uh, we need to get them back. Yes, that part I understand. Uh, what about them? What do you... What do you... I know what you want. How can I help you? Well, What do I you mean, need from me? That's sort of the question. What we need is a means to get them back. I mean, it's been floated on our end that perhaps we could find Vale a body over here and just transport the soul. Hmm. Uh, In theory, yes. But yes. I'm not comfortable taking any action on that front without talking to Vale. Vale would have to present themselves to me first before I could even attempt such a thing. They're rather wily. <laughs> they're not like... It's not like they're knocking on my door. You think it would have a loudspeaker? Vale, please come to Quorum's <laughs> office. Vale. I haven't been too concerned with locating them. They haven't caused any problems yet. That was my next question. <laughs> um, okay. Then the other question is... You said they might be able to go out the way they came in? Yes. So, like, if they could show you, like, this is the spot that I dropped into your realm, we might be able to get them back out that way? Except that none of us can access the Grayscape. Not currently. Really? What? Darvin, I thought I was holding that open for you. Is it still open? <gasps> that portal is still fucking open? Wait, it is? <laughs> Do you think you paid such a price for temporary aid? Oh, oh my, my god, god, we have to go back to Capris. <laughs> um. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Thanks again to all of our Patreon patrons for your support. If you'd like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash podcast and pick out a level that's right for you. Before we go, I'd like to give special thanks to everyone at the $5 and up tiers. At the $5 City Council level, thank you, Tucker Tuttle and Shannon DeMello. At the $10 Mayor level, thank you, Christopher DeMello and Sierra Jones. 
At the $15 governor level, thank you, Phoenix Bryan. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast. You can join our Discord server, or you can email us at skyrenpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrenpodcast.com. As always, we want to thank Vanessa Blockland for our podcast art. You can find more of her work on Twitter at Art by Vanessa B. And thanks to Daryl Dibber Reckonos for creating our theme music. You can find more of his music at dibbermusic.com and on Twitter at dibbermusic. Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time on Seasons of Skyrend.